This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, January 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. A budget teaser aimed at recovery. Agribusiness leaders speak out on election. Trade regulatory outlook weighs on farmers. And USDA seeks input on sustainability. Newsom to invest $4.5 billion in recovery and green tech. Governor Gavin Newsom said yesterday he wants $4.5 billion from the state budget to go to small business help and green technology investments. His full budget proposal is expected to be released on Friday. Newsom is asking the legislature to approve nearly a billion dollars from his proposal immediately. The plan would free up an additional $575 million for small business grants. Priority will be given to regions and industries impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as disadvantaged communities and underserved small business groups. Newsom is also focusing on tax credits and fee waivers for small businesses. Another $1.5 billion would go toward charging infrastructure for electric cars, trucks, and buses. Leaders of both houses immediately issued statements in support of the proposal. A climate and pandemic recovery bond for agriculture. Assembly Ag Chair Robert Rivas has introduced a bill proposing a bond to support food and agriculture industries in recovering from the pandemic and in adapting to climate change. The bill, which is still light on details, would support solutions that create a more equitable and resilient food and farming system. Republicans urge to affirm election outcome. Hundreds of business leaders, including some of the ag industry, are calling on Congress not to delay confirming the results of November's presidential election. Congress set to meet today to count the electoral votes. The Business Roundtable, whose approximately 200 members include Archer Daniels Midland, Bayer, CF Industries, Corteva AgriScience, Land Lakes, and Zoetis, issued a statement saying, There is no authority for Congress to reject or overturn electoral votes lawfully certified by the states and affirmed by the Electoral College. The peaceful transition of power is a hallmark of our democracy and should proceed unimpeded. A group called Partnership for New York City, which includes Continental Grain, issued a statement saying, This presidential election has been decided and it is time for the country to move forward. President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris have won the Electoral College and the courts have rejected challenges to the electoral process. The National Association of Manufacturers and U.S. Chamber of Commerce issued similar statements. Bottom line, despite expected challenges from more than 100 Republicans, the final tally is expected to end up with 306 electoral votes for Biden 232 for President Donald Trump. The business appeals could help Republican lawmakers who are resisting pressure from Trump to challenge the results, but the pleas are just as likely to fall flat with the party's populist wing. Farmers less optimistic about China and regs. Farmers are feeling better about the ag economy overall, but there's growing concern about trade with China and the regulatory outlook back home. Those are among the findings of the latest monthly ag economy barometer from Purdue University and the CME Group. During the first quarter of 2020, 76% of farmers surveyed 
thought the U.S.-China trade deal would favor U.S. agriculture. Now that share is down to 47%, and only 51% of farmers expect ag exports to grow over the next five years. More than 80% of farmers say they also expect environmental regulations to become more restrictive as a result of Joe Biden's election. 70% expect to face higher income and estate taxes. Be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter for the latest on the new COVID relief measures, as well as a look at the challenges facing Ag Secretary-designate Tom Vilsack. USDA setting up sustainability dialogues. USDA is organizing national dialogues on food system sustainability leading up to a U.N. summit in September. The goal of the Food Systems Summit is to transform the way the world produces and consumes foods to address challenges of poverty, food security, malnutrition, population growth, climate change, and natural resource degradation. The summit will focus on five action tracks, including ensuring access to safe and affordable food and building resilience to vulnerabilities, shocks, and stress. From February through April, USDA says a broad base of stakeholders will be encouraged to organize independent dialogues that explore themes relevant to their interests and the summit's action tracks. During June, USDA will facilitate an exchange of views about the pathway towards sustainable national food systems and identify the intentions and commitments of different actors. Here's today's He Said It. We're looking at being able to get a few things that we can get done before we leave. A few things that will be teed up for that administration to be able to address very quickly. That Bill Northey, USDA's Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, when pressed by reporters for a timeline on implementing provisions of the new COVID-19 aid package. Among other things... Congress mandated a new round of coronavirus food assistance program payments. Well, that's Derek West for this Wednesday, January 6th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.